Happy Friday, Wildcat fans, and thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, Pac-12 Media Day came and went, and much of the embarrassment that we expected to occur exactly happened the way that we thought it would. Why don't we talk about it here on Locked on Wildcats? You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, Pac-12 Media Day has come and gone, and... uh, we got pretty much everything out of this we wanted. We got hollow promises. We got George Klievkoff looking silly. We've got um, uh, a commissioner saying a lot of things that absolutely nobody in the national media believes. So without further ado, let's get started. Now, some of the highlights from Mr. Klievkoff were that, you all, keep in mind, you're at Pac-12 Media Day a year after this all uh, hit the fan. And one of the first things that George Klievkoff says is that uh, the longer they wait, the better the deals are becoming. Interesting. Um, The longer I wait, the more likely it is that Selma Hayek will find me at some point because she hasn't found me now. That's essentially what he is saying. And then after that, he goes, not only that, he says that... um, uh, the deal will be well worth the wait. We've heard this for about a year, uh, but there was absolutely no substance whatsoever to anything there. But the best was when he was interviewed by James uh, Crapia from the Oregonian. And uh, George Klievkoff said, the reason that we are not announcing and this has gone viral and it should go viral, um, he says... The reason that we're not announcing a Pac-12 deal today is because we want to keep the focus on football. So immediately everyone's like, oh, so there's a deal done. And so Crapia then says, well, um, so to to be clear, you are now uh, strongly implying that there is a deal done. You're just uh, and it's going to be and it's already codified. You're just waiting because you don't want to take the uh, pressure away from football. And then Klievkoff, to nobody's surprise, says, no, that's not what I meant. And then Krapia says, so then why did you say that you went out of your way not to do it? And then he says, well, we want to keep the focus on football. You get the point. These guys have no clue at all what they are doing right now. And it is clear to absolutely everybody out there in the national media that they have no clue what's going on. And it is somewhat pathetic. Let's be honest here. Klievkoff had a year to prepare for this uh, press conference, and he comes out there with the quotes, again, that nobody believes about how the longer they wait, the better the deals come. Of course, there's absolutely no details whatsoever. A Twitter personality said something interesting about this. He said, this is like the guy in high school that always tells everybody about all the hot chicks that he's dating. And then somebody says, well, tell me about him. And he says, oh, you wouldn't know them or yeah, you're not going to know who they are and goes into absolutely no detail. This is the Pac-12 with George Klievkoff and presidents like Michael Herb, or just Michael Crow, who care nothing about sports. Um, But 
let's now let's talk though a little bit more because I'm greatly, greatly enamored by the uh, the remark though about how they intentionally didn't announce a Pac-12 TV deal because of this. How in the world again? You know this is Pac-12 Media Day. This has not caught you by surprise, or heck, maybe it has caught you by surprise. I mean, I know it's been on the calendar for a year, but eh, wouldn't surprise me. Maybe it did catch you by surprise. And you go in there with this nonsense, and now you're being roundly made fun of by everybody outside of John Canzano and John Wilner. Come on. I mean, did you really think that this was going to fly? And then he also says to keep in mind, this is the same guy last year that said that uh, they might go poaching Big 12 schools right there when their media deals uh, completed. Well, the Big 12 got their media deal done and completed within about a week and a half. We are now on 55 and a half weeks for the Pac-12. So that's where we are. Um, Again, I understand the argument from the academic side that, yes, uh, the Pac-12 has much better academic institutions than the Big 12. I get it. But is Arizona any different than Kansas academically? And if Arizona was associated with Kansas, do you think anybody's looking at the Arizona degree and saying, uh, I don't know, man, you're in the Big 12. We used to think Arizona was an Ivy League school, but now we don't. Now we think that it is a uh, Big 12 school. Come on. We can be honest here. There's nothing wrong with an Arizona degree. As I've stated many times, I graduated from the U of A. My uh, mother graduated from the U of A. My dad got his PhD from the U of A. My sister graduated from the U of A. Heck, if Ted Wardo was el- eligible to go to college, Ted Wardo would graduate from the U of A. So we're all proud of the U of A. But let's also not sit here and act like this is a Berkeley degree or that this is something like a Cornell degree because it's not. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. Not making any condemnations on the Arizona degree, but we also need to stop acting, though, like it is the equivalent of a Stanford degree because it is not. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but it is not. Now, on the athletic side, again, we need to go over what Klievkov said because this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Um, one guy made a point where he said that maybe Larry Scott was actually better than George Klievkov because while Larry Scott was at least in, well, he was co- incompetent, he was at least stealing money from the Pac-12 in the meantime. Meanwhile, Klievkov is incompetent and he isn't smart enough to steal money from the Pac-12 in the meantime. Maybe that maybe we've actually taken a step back from Larry Scott. I'm not exactly sure that I don't totally agree with that point right there. But again, this was an embarrassing, this was a humiliating performance right there. But it was something very, very, uh, um, very becoming of the Pac-12 right there. So just to rehash again, because my dad just entered the room, maybe he wants to hear this. So here's essentially what happens. Pac-12 commissioner comes in and then he says... Well, still no deal, even though it's about a week or a year after we had hoped that there was going to be a deal. Still no deal. But don't worry. The longer we wait, the better the deals are becoming. And, of course, there was absolutely no follow-up on that. No specifics, no details. Ah, Who needs the details and anything like that? It could be on the Home and Garden Network. We got that deal done. But still the worst, though, is... Again, I still can't believe that I've watched this tweet on a loop now, nonstop, where he literally says, the reason we're not announcing a deal today is we don't want to take away from football, as if everybody there wasn't there to talk about the media deal. And then when James Crepia from the Oregonian says, 
So you're implying then that the pact that the deal is done. You just didn't want to announce it today. And then he says, oh, uh, you're uh, reading too much into that. No, he's reading into what you just said, dude. So, all right, we're going to uh, we're going to uh, talk a lot more about this, because, again, this was the Pac-12 incompetency at its finest right there. I woke up early so I could listen to it from this uh, exquisite uh, hotel room in Monterey. But first, eBay Motors. All right, here's the deal with eBay Motors. eBayMotors.com. The right parts, the right fit, the right prices. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Now, how many times have you gone and looked for a motor uh, and said, man, I can't get this and I'm having to rely on some guy on the uh, other side of town to put this in and he's also going to put $10,000 extra into uh, his account that I could use in mine? eBay Motors says, enough of that. Cut out the middleman. We are the middleman right there. Come to somebody you can trust. eBayMotors.com. The right parts, the right fit, the right prices. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. All right. Now, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with you. We're going to talk more about Pac-12 Media Day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. All right, more Pac-12 Media Day talk. So as we prop, as we preview, this is how good we are at the Locked On Wildcats network. We previewed exactly what would happen during this Pac-12 Media Day, that absolutely nothing would be said, a bunch of hollow promises, deals in the near future, all of that nonsense. And then when pressed for details, well, we don't want to get into the details because we don't want to take away from media day. But we might have actually underestimated uh, how silly this was going to be because I did not think that he would tell people that there was a media deal done and then deny saying it five seconds after he just said it. There's a thing called camera and recording in this day and age where people can go back in time five seconds and see exactly what you just said, George Klievkoff. I know it's a little bit different, maybe a little unusual, but that is the case. Um, so, uh, again, and that's why Arizona fans, I would say that the polls and I, I, I would just guess that probably 80% of Pac-12 fans or Arizona fans are ready to go to the Big 12 strictly because of the nonsense, strictly because of the nonsense that you just saw here. Yeah, can you take Penny? So strictly because of the nonsense you saw here, this is not this is not something that happens in other conferences. To give you an idea, again, Brett Yormark. I know that everybody, like my good buddy Tony Altimore, can't stand Brett Yormark. I like Brett Yormark. I think he's elite. I think he's a man of action, a leader of men. And he came in there and again, like we've talked about a billion times, he said, "I'm going to get a deal done." And not only did he say he's going to get a deal done, he got the deal done. He didn't talk about a deal done in the near future. He didn't talk about any of that stuff. He said, I'm going to get a deal done. And lo and behold, guess what? He got the deal done. Meanwhile, in Pac-12-ville, 54 weeks after the Big 12 got the deal done, we have unity statements. We have deals in the near future. But don't ask about any of the details, though, because those are secret. Because, again, when you're dealing with the Pac-12, these are the guys that always have the ace of spades up their sleeve, 
but they only want you to think they do. They might not even have it. It's almost like it's a bluff. Hmm. All right. Now, but again, uh, Arizona fans, I believe in mass want to go to the big 12 because it's an actual, it's actually an athletic conference where this doesn't happen. If you go to Fog Allen Fieldhouse and it's Arizona, Kansas, it's not going to be Bill Walton talking about mosaic sunsets or whatever. It's going to be on a national network where they're actually going to talk about the game and not butcher it and make an embarrassment out of it. Second of all, again, it's better basketball. Pac-12 without the L.A. school stinks in basketball. Let's just be honest here. It's Arizona and a bunch of also rands. We don't like that. Um so I don't really know what else to say other than the fact that I actually underestimated to a certain degree just how bad I figured or how bad that uh, press conference was going to be. That was bad. And I woke up early for it. I got the entertainment that I needed. And then I tried to go back to sleep, but I couldn't because I was thoroughly, uh, thoroughly invested in what I had just seen. Um, but, you know, and then again, the football is comparable in the Big 12 to the Pac-12. But, and I know that football pays a lot of bills. I get all that stuff. But at the end of the day, there's nothing that has come from the Pac-12 that leads, gives you any indication that they have, uh, they that they know what they're doing. I mean, for lack of a better term. So now, talk a little bit about Arizona here. Jed Fish, unlike George Klievkoff, does not look like a fish out of water here. Jed Fish goes in there, and Jed Fish owns the room. Jed Fish talks about how pr uh, proud he is to be the head coach at the University of Arizona, what they're going to be going. You look at Jed Fish, and you can see that this dude has a vision. He has a vision of what he wants to accomplish, and unlike George Klievkoff and others, he has acted on it. And that's what we like to see around here. We like action. We're tired of words. We're tired of nonsensical promises that are clearly not going to happen. Words that were said and then five seconds later denied that they were just said. None of that. Jed Fish came in like we talked about. He said recruiting is going to be the lifeblood of this program. Everybody on the staff is going to need to recruit. We might miss out on some players, but if we miss out on those players – it's not going to be because of a lack of effort on our part. It'll be because we just couldn't get the kid. We will recruit them up until the very last second. Hence, Elijah Rushing right there. Elijah Rushing, the number one rated defensive end in the entire country. Guys like that don't go to Arizona. But he went to Arizona because Jed Fish continued to recruit him in the manner in which he should. It wasn't the Kevin Sumlin where you got Bijan Robinson right down the street and you're looking for reasons not to recruit Bijan Robinson because you don't believe that Bijan Robinson will come to Arizona. It was, we're going to find a way to get these kids and he has done it. Now, I was a little bit surprised uh, that they brought Jaden Delora there. I'm not going to get a ton into that situation because I don't know all the facts other than the fact that uh, Delora rubs me the wrong way. I'll be honest with you. Um, and it's not... Uh, it's not just the uh, the assault allegations that have been out there. The guy had the guy got a, a DUI where he was arrested in Washington, and granted, it was thrown out, but he refused to take a breathalyzer test. All of that stuff, and he punched a kid on the sideline last year. I don't really like any of that. Uh, like I said, he gives me bad vibes. But either way, he was up there, and uh, I think that Arizona is expecting a big year out of him. Um, honestly. Uh, and there's every reason to believe that he should be good. He's got a big arm. He can move around. He can put up numbers. The problem with Delora is that he was just wildly inconsistent. 
one game you would have four one game you'd have four touchdowns no picks and then the next game you'd have four picks no touchdowns um it's and I would say that he threw for minus 300 yards after throwing for 300 but I don't know that you can do that um but again he's just got to get more consistent if he's more consistent then the Wildcats are going to be in good shape okay now let's take a quick break Come back with us, and we are going to wrap up all of Media Day and what Arizona looked like. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we're talking about the cats. And um, let's talk now, again, though, a little bit about what Jed Fish said. You can tell Jed Fish got a quiet optimism about himself. Jed Fish went in there, and you can tell that he feels pretty good about the hand and the cards that he has been dealt this year. But you also got to remember, though, it's not like he was just uh, hoping to get good cards. He dealt some of these cards himself by his hard work right there. But I do think, though, he is going to uh, – you can tell that he feels that this is going to be a pretty good team. And honestly, he should feel that way. You look at this squad up and down the board from – the quarterback position, which is above average, again, inconsistent, but above average to the uh, to the running back spot, which is definitely above average to the wide receiver unit, which you could make the case is the top in the conference. Um, and if it's not, it's certainly second and it's a top five unit in the country. Then a tight end, obviously, you got players, the offensive line, your your starters are good to go, likely but you need to get a little more depth there. But offensively, this should be a juggernaut. This should be a team that puts up a lot of points. Um, defensively, you got a lot more people, players in there. You got, you got bigger dudes in. Hopefully that that can make a little, hopefully that can make a little bit of an impression and uh, help Arizona out right there. Again, like we talked about a billion times. We don't, I don't need Arizona to put together the best, uh, I don't need Arizona to have the best uh, um, defense in the conference. I would probably never expect that, even though I grew up watching Arizona where they couldn't score the football, but they always stopped people and every game was three to two. Um, but, you know, uh, I don't expect Arizona to be a dynamo defensively, but I do need Arizona to at least be somewhere around eighth. If Arizona's defense is around eighth in the conference, then Arizona football should be a bowl team. Because, again, I think that their uh, their offense should be top four. It's going to be a fun unit to watch. Again, year three of Jet Fish, lots of optimism. Again, uh, we've seen a lot of people with hollow promises around here. George Klievkoff, we're looking right at you. Kevin Sumlin, we're looking right at you. But... Um, and that's why I think a lot of people were a little skeptical of Jed Fish. But Jed Fish has come in and he's done everything that he said he was going to do. And I think people out there should support Jed Fish because he's followed through on his promises, something that Arizona football fans are used not used to always seeing right there. So there's that. All right. Now, going to be signing off here, but I'll be back with you on Monday. Monday, coming to you live from Lake Tahoe. <laughs> But, um, again, wanted to uh, talk about the Pac-12 Media Day. It was what we expected, only it was worse. Um, you, there's absolutely no uh, indication that there's anything up George Klievkoff's sleeve other than a uh, empty deck of cards. Um, but 
you know, that's what it is. When you're a Pac-12 fan, you, you've you lived this. You know what to expect. So, again, I don't know that we should be at all surprised by that. And the quarterback room, I thought Jed Fish did a very good job talking about uh, talking about what it means to him to be the head coach at the University of Arizona, what he, uh, what he envisions, and honestly what he wants out of his quarterback this year. So, good times. Arizona fans, we deserve this. We've been through a lot of bad times here, but Jed Fish so far so good, and I expect Arizona, as I've said a million times, we are going to go bowling this year, my friends. All right. Now, on that note, I deserve to sign off right here. I am going to be back with you on Monday, though, obviously, talking more media day and all of that good stuff around here. But, as always, have a great weekend, and uh, back the A, And thanks for making Locked on Wildcats your first listen of the day. We will chat with you on Monday.